Welcome to Cancer Actually Fucking Sucks, the podcast where we get down to all the nitty gritty that comes with a young adult cancer diagnosis before, during, and after. Hosted by me, Madison Pollock, and my co-host Paige Gill. Today, we're speaking with Anna Ellie Castro, a two-time rhabdosarcoma survivor. She speaks with us about dealing with cancer as a teenager, finding herself again afterwards, and the importance of connection. Welcome back to Cancer Actually Fucking Sucks. Hello, Anna Ellie. Welcome. Hi, girls. How are you? I'm very so good. I'm very good. Thank you. Good. We're so good. We're so happy to have you. Um, I've been really excited to talk about the subject of regarding cancer, the foundation, um, and then, of course, want to share your story. So I'm so excited you could join us. Oh, thank you. I'm very, very, very happy to be here, and I'm thrilled about this. So, yeah, good. Amazing. Okay, so I know, and I know we before this, we're trying to say the type of cancer you had, but I just can't say it. So it's a rare type of sarcoma. Can you explain a little bit about what type of sarcoma it was and kind of how you discovered it? Well, yeah, the the first time I was diagnosed with this cancer, with rhabdiosarcoma, uh, it was back in 2003 when I was 17 years old. Mm. I um, I was on a, actually I was in my first, it was my first um, gynecologist um, appointment, the oh. very first one in my life, right? Uh, so I was there and um, he, the, no, actually it was a lady and who noticed these little like tissue or something coming out from the, from the vagina mm. can I say those words yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. say it all, <laughs> say it all. <laughs> okay okay um so so she was like you know what let me go and grab someone else because I don't know what's going here it's yeah. strange let me so he ran back to the to the office I don't know where and she got a uh, another ovigen so he was very surprised because mm-hmm. he didn't know what what was seeing. So they told me, you know what? I think you need a you we need to get you tested, like get a pathologist and mm-hmm. and send it and and study it because we don't know what it is, what might be or anything about it. So. Did you go to the doctor because of that, or they? No, it, it was no a idea. regular checkup. Oh, wow. It was a regular checkup. It was, mm. um, yeah, just uh, a normal checkup. Yeah. And then uh, when the the results came back, they told me, you know what, it's these really rare type of cancer that forms in the soft tissue. Mm. So yeah, and um, so it's a very rare rare type of of cancer uh you have to wait for treatment blah blah i i went on i I remember it was christmas so i have to wait that christmas break Mm -hmm. and then they 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 told me about the whole treatment so I went to the hospital right away and the, the doctor told me um, the protocol and everything. So my protocol was 21 days cycle. Mm-hmm. So one week I was in the, in the hospital. 
mm. day and night. And then two day, two weeks, I was able to go home. Okay. For a year. So this was wow. for a year. Wow. Yes. 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 Oh, so wow. I remember it was very difficult for me. You know, I was an, a teenager. I was. I was. I wanted to just to do normal yeah, stuff. Yeah, of course. I was in high school. I wanted to party. Yeah. And, you know, have friends. Yeah, live and, a normal seventeen-year-old exactly. life. Exactly. Yes, exactly. And um, I remember I was in the pediatric. Pediatric. I was with kids, so I didn't right, have any right. friends. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the the friends that I had from school, they were. I mean. They were nice and everything, and they came to visit, but I didn't have, like, really true friendships. Yeah, yeah it's hard so I was very yeah. isolated, and, I mean, I was just with my mom the whole time. Mm-hmm. And um, so that year passed, and I was like, you know what? I want to continue with my life. Mm-hmm. So I... After that, that year, they, they I had my regular checkups. They told me, you know what? You're cancer-free, go and live, you know, do right. whatever you want to do. So I did that, and I started college, I have friends, I mean, everything that I wanted, I had it for the first time, you know, like mm-hmm. all that. Um, the normal stuff. The normal stuff, yes, mm-hmm. exactly. But for me, that that chapter of my life was very, very difficult. So... Mm-hmm. I never talk about it with anyone. I completely oh, wow. look like yeah. I I shut yeah. down. I I didn't. I I I mean, I did talk about it with like with really close friends or mm-hmm. really close family, but honestly, I didn't want to talk about it at all. Yeah, you just wanted For to me, like. Was like cancer took so much from me that mm-hmm. I'm not able to I'm, I don't want to continue mm-hmm. with like bringing cancer yeah. in my life no so uh if I'm honest I forgot about it I forgot yeah about you it. blocked it out so, yes I mean of course when when you feel a pain or mm-hmm. when when you have a rash or something you have that feeling yes. like oh my god what if right. what if yeah. comes back or whatever but I mean 13 years passed and including my doctors told me like you know what don't for- forget about it I mean mm. after 10 years if it doesn't if it doesn't come back most likely it's not coming back so right all right so I left my guard down I was like eh, I got this and I continue with my life and whatever so I moved here to Austin because I'm from El Paso okay El Paso Texas so I moved from to from El Paso to Austin and here I start having really heavy periods mm-hmm. like with very regular and I was like oh, what's going on and the doctors didn't couldn't find the cause of it it was like well you know what we don't know and I had many many scans and mm. and a lot of um, different things going on and they couldn't find anything I was like the that scans came, the yes, scans came back normal mm-hmm. normal wow. and then after that like I remember after that year I had my belly was huge yeah mm. So 
they thought it was the doctor thought it was like just an appendicitis mm -hmm. like something like oh it's something minimal but with your history you should go to er and get yourself checked no right. so mm -hmm. i went there and they couldn't know what it they couldn't know what it was so they told me you know what we don't know anything about this uh they sent me home And they told me, you know what, maybe it's just an infection. Mm -hmm. So mm. after a month, because they, I got treated with, with antibiotics and all, and I got better. Mm -hmm. They drained the, the, the liquid because my belly was huge because of the liquid. Right. Oh. So, so cancer is not like that. You know, cancer is tissue. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not liquid. So that, I, maybe that's why they were more um optimistic about it right mm -hmm. like it'll be something else mm -hmm. so after that after that month i i have the same symptoms i had another ct scan and then i came back from the ct scan in like 30 minutes they told me you know what i think it's cancer i oh. think it came back what so did they was, see yeah yeah uh, these huge masses Oh my but gosh. Mostly liquid, but liquid. That's crazy. And you would think, like, oh, how yeah. long it had been since you got it before. Right. Like you said, you moved on with yeah. your life. So it's even yeah, it's more odd. Yeah. And um, the doctor, the oncologist told me, you know what? You should go to the emergency room and, and I'll meet you there. So I went there, and after two days or something, they told me, you, um, you have to have surgery. But this time, since it was in the lower abdomen, they told me that most likely was coming from the uterus and, the, mm. and the, all the area because they couldn't see through the CT scans. Mm. So they told me they had to, to I have to have a hysterectomy. Oh. They have to remove everything. And they give me the option of like freezing my eggs mm -hmm. and right. I was, I mean, I was 31 when that happened. Okay. So, but I, I honestly, I, I don't have kids and and I never wanted kids for some mm -hmm. reason. Well, yeah. well, for a lot of reasons. Right. But I didn't feel like. And I told. I remember telling, telling the the, the oncologist. You know what? Just take it off. It's, yeah it's know, fine because i thought it was gonna right. be like, like something easy and he told me like don't worry about it many many women your age go through these kind of um surgeries and you're gonna have this hormone replacement and mm. and um so you're gonna be fine don't worry mm -hmm. so i was very optimistic about it and um i had the mass removed they removed the mass And I had the hysterectomy, and I don't know if that happened to you, but I was completely in shock. I mean, I couldn't cry, I couldn't do anything. Yeah. I, I was right. Just like, You're oh, just like I'm numb. Yeah. Like, yeah, I can do this. Yeah, it's fine. Everything. Right. Oh yeah. 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 No problem. So I think it was like the same day I started noticing all the side effects of the mm. hysterectomy. Yeah. yeah. Like I went on menopause. Right. I had hot flashes, mm. um, uh, night sweats. I mean, everything. Gosh. Mm -hmm. 
and they couldn't give me the hormones yet until they have the results mm -hmm. so uh imagine like it's a switch you know that you yes. are normal you're fine and then boom, everything yeah. changes. right hormones and have such like, oh, an yeah. impact yeah yes. they control everything yeah and of course the the, the oncologist didn't know because First of all, he was a man. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so maybe he, he made it sound so it's not a big yeah, deal. When or he maybe has no idea. Yeah, exactly. And like, what this? What's going on? Like, what's all this? Yeah, and, you're like uh, going crazy. And he's just like, <laughs> I wanted to cry. And then I, I, know, was, like, I was like, hey, it also yeah. makes everything yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I. I mean, I had like mood swings, but the worst were the the night sweats. Mm. So after that, you you. Well, I have to wait for I don't know, maybe four weeks to get the results and the protocol and everything. And something that the oncologist did that I I I'm very grateful with is he told me, you know what? I've never seen something like this. Mm. I can help you with like to tell like with the treatment and everything. I mean, the best thing you can do or I can do for you is to send you to MD Anderson. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They have a specialist over there, and you can get the the a better treatment over or not well like more information over there, and you can mm -hmm. get treat, treated here. But your college, your main oncology is gonna be there. Yeah. yeah. So. I waited for another, I don't know how many weeks until I get admitted in um, yeah. the Anderson. And, and yeah, that, that was what happened. And they gave me the first chemo, the first set of chemo was the same protocol, like every 21st days, one oh, week in the hospital, hospital. Oh, two wow. weeks in my home. So, so I was doing that for, I guess, six months or mm. so and then they but they change the, the it's not a protocol but it's like the treatment like I was this, yeah like this time was more I was able to go home okay. or just to get a pill and, right. and all that so it was much easier in that area like I didn't have to stay in my in the hospital for a whole week right yeah because it had uh, been it had been what 13 years Yes. That's insane. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. So yeah, but hopefully yeah. they would have changed it. And yeah. yeah. Well, the first the first part of the treatment it was like that that I have to stay in the hospital. Okay. For for a week, but they they wanted to change it, so my my body didn't adapt to the chemo or mm -hmm. the cells won't the cancer cancer cells won't adapt to to the treatment. Mm. Right. And more likely to come back or. Have, and so they wanted to change the the chemo and, around. And how rare did they say was it for you to not have it for 13 years, the exact same cancer? Yeah. Well, they, if they didn't know anything about it. I mean, wow. anything. They, so they were like, it was probably like they so like in their minds, it might have been like a zero percent chance they thought that would happen. Yes. Yes, wow. like le like less likely I would have it again or anything like that. Wow. So um, I was on treatment for ten months, mm. for um, wow. and 
then after 10 months, I have another... Because even though they remove most of the masses, there were so many, like, little pieces here and there. So mm-hmm. um, on my the last part of the treatment was to remove that tissue that was there on my lower abdomen. Mm-hmm. So they, they, they removed that part, and they told me, you know what? Continue with your life. You are... You're not, you're under surveillance. No, I, so I wasn't under surveillance for six months or so. Okay, and what does that and mean? Did they just have to? Like, check? when they, they can tell you, like, you're cancer-free, but you, because they're talking, they're taking their own, just taking caution of, right. like, if it can come back or anything like that. Because, again, they don't know how some cancers react to treatment and all mm-hmm. that so yeah, mm-hmm. it was and after the treatment i i think the for me it was the most difficult part mm-hmm. after to continue yeah mm-hmm. to yeah. continue with my life it it was something else i mm-hmm. i felt like i was in a very dark space yeah mm-hmm. i was depressed mm-hmm. uh I didn't have friends because most of here that's the thing of Austin, you know, that people come and go yeah. all the mm-hmm. way in. So yeah. I didn't have a lot of friends. Um I I had a boyfriend at that time and he, he was an angel. He was with me for the whole treatment and everything. Mm-hmm. But um I I wanted to to discuss I had this urge to know what what was going on with me, like like why I was still here. Right. Mm. Like what purpose but, um, almost like you had, yes. like having gone through all this? Exactly, exactly. Like, okay, not even just once. Yeah. I, I overcome right. this twice. And um, of course I was in menopause. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> And oh, and something that the oncologist told me, the MD Anderson told, uh, doctor told me, that he didn't recommend me to be on hormones. There's not enough. Um, I mean, they can say, oh, the the it's not enough like relationship between cancer and hormones and my ty- and the type of cancer I had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just that he told me like, if you can stay away, stay away. Right. Yeah. Do it. No. Mm-hmm. So. So that was very difficult for me. Right. So, so you didn't so have I'm not anything. Not even homeopathic, nothing. Wow. So how do so you get... I have to adapt to Right, yeah. How'd you get used to your new <laughs> like yeah, life. brain? Yeah. Uh, it, it has been a very long, long road. Yeah. And I think that was part of my depression. Yeah. That um uh, I think mental. It's more trying to control myself mentally. Totally right, and, and especially here in Texas during summer, it's like very difficult. Yeah, very very difficult. But I try to. I mean, I try to think about something else or or yeah. keep know, distracted. Because yes, yes, yes. Because I can't even imagine mental health. On a good day is hard. So to have right. this all yeah. 
after yeah after cancer without having your hormones I mean yeah, they're probably fucked up, but not that in that way yeah right yes I mean it was it, it has been very difficult I mean my hair falls my dry my my skin is super dry uh, my memory is sometimes it's like a fog mm-hmm. I, I it's it's very it has been my sexual life that's another issue you know it's like <laughs> everything was down to here and um, I think for my poor boyfriend it was too much to be honest because he was like so we decide to yeah and I I don't blame him at all because it it, I mean we're still friends and we are great friends and Mm. I love him and I will always love him uh, because he he was uh, a lifesaver Mm-hmm. on my treatment mm-hmm. and but I but yeah I was a little too much I guess and but so not your fault that, at all yeah right no no yeah. no not at all but uh but thankfully with the breakup and all that it was like okay now I'm all by myself mm-hmm. I have to deal with this with whatever I'm I'm living right now and I'm gonna start looking for for whatever I'm looking for. I didn't know at that time why, why right. I was feeling that, that way, why I was so depressed and so sad. And the guilt was killing me because mm-hmm. I was like, I should be very grateful. Yeah, survivor's guilt. I should guilt. be very yeah. grateful yeah. that yeah. I was able to, to pass all this mm-hmm. and be alive and... So I felt very, it was like a yeah, a total vicious cycle. cycle. Where, yeah. where you, exactly, oh, yeah. like, oh my God. So um, you remember those forms where uh, when you go to your doctor, like how you're feeling today? Oh, yeah. From one to ten. No. So I always was like, oh, great, good, blah, blah, blah. But then one day I was like, you know what? No, I'm not feeling good. Mm. And for the very first time, I I... I told them, you know what? I feel very, very bad. Mm-hmm. I feel like crying all the time. I feel sad. I feel that I don't want to wait. I mean, I, I, I don't want to get off bed. Okay. I don't want to do anything. So they had a psychiatrist over there, mm-hmm. and um, and I came in touch with a with a organization called Flat Waters. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. we had Sounds Mark on. <laughs> I don't know if you listened to that. <laughs> that not yet, not yet. But um, they, I was able to get a therapist, and she was amazing. Oh, and she I didn't realize we went That's through that. We love, love it when the connections happen. Wow, oh, I'm guess. so happy that. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Oh, Mark. Yeah. I want to tell Mark if that. Yeah. <laughs> he would love that. He would absolutely. Yes, love and and. She helped me a lot. I love her. I love the, um, I love Dr. Um, Crystal because she's she was she's amazing. She is amazing. So I talk with her a lot of things and all everything I was dealing with, mm-hmm. and then I talk with Dr. Keith. He's a psychiatrist and mm-hmm. the clinic I go to. So he was the one. Who told me you know what 
I think you should need to talk with someone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's. I think it's very important to you connect with someone that has your similar experiences of life. Or yeah, he contact um, Linda Richards, who is the program director at regarding cancer. And I we went to grab coffee, I think, and mm-hmm. she told me about the organization and all that. And can you, oh, cause before, yeah, I'm oh, sorry. I was just going to ask, can you explain what regarding cancer is? Um, yes. Well, regarding cancer is a nonprofit where volunteers offer one-on-one emotional support to individuals who are currently experiencing cancer. Um, matches are based on a, a variety of criteria, including cancer site, treatment, age, and gender. And because so, they match you with, they try to match you yeah. with someone that had your same cancer, right? Okay. Yes, yes, yes. So and cool. there is when there is when Vanessa came along, right? Because uh, Linda is she's amazing in what she does. Mm-hmm. Um, I met Vanessa at a coffee shop. I think it was on a Saturday morning, mm-hmm. and well, we talked first on the phone and you you share like what you're going on and and your your doubts and everything so she offered uh to meet in person and I was thrilled I was like yes please let's meet I want to talk to someone so we we met at this coffee shop and we talked like over two hours and I mean it's incredible. I was so amazed with Linda and her and her skills because Vanessa, we are around the same age mm-hmm. and we have this kind of the similar experiences in life, but and not but but and um, she she had the same kind of cancer. Wow. Mm-hmm. Which is amazing because it's yeah, so rare. rare. So rare. So, rare. Yeah. so, so Linda rare. paired so you up rare. with Vanessa. Yes. Mm. So I was over the moon to talk with someone my age or around my age mm-hmm. with so similarities we, with the same cancer, with the, mm-hmm. I mean, and uh, she had cancer when she was a teenager as well. I think it was when she was a teenager. So we were like, oh my God, tell me more about it and all that. And at that point, I I just broke up with my boyfriend. So I was like, I'm not going to able to to find anyone, blah, blah, yes. blah. You know? right. so, but, and she was telling me about she was getting married and oh. and all about her her fiance. And, and I was like, oh my God, like... Meeting her, it was like a hope, like and life. Yeah, I mean, it was like it was incredible because something switched in my brain, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh my god, you're bringing me hope in yeah. so many ways!" Mm. Right? Because you know, we we talk for about everything about dating again, about because that's another thing that I was very concerned about. Like, okay, not that I was, I was. um I wanted a date right away, but I was like, okay, when I'm ready. Yeah, that's something to think about. Yeah. Because you don't want to scare the 
poor guy because right. that happened once like they're yeah. like you you share too much information yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. like okay yeah. <laughs> what yeah. i don't know how i can relate yeah 100% yeah and and so i didn't know when was the right time to share this information with a person and the other the other thing was that um when to say like in the sex part no like because mm. you have to like like what am I gonna do and all that so she helped me a lot with Apple. all these internet mm. really personal yeah um questions yeah and, and um, I was and I'm still um very grateful with Linda with the organization mm-hmm. especially with Vanessa that she was able to help me in so many ways so after that I keep going with it with the um, therapist and I was able to to look life in a different way mm-hmm. and I yeah. try meetup I don't know if you've heard about meetup the app Mm-mm. yeah yeah so you guys I've never done it tell me is it is it kind of like a tinder or no 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 but for beating people like for friends oh okay friends. okay gotcha yes. gotcha it's like bumble <laughs> it's like bumble BFF. bumble yeah 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 okay gotcha maybe yeah. i should be on this yeah, yes okay. <laughs> <laughs> we larger group so yeah. with that like but everything was like falling a series yeah place, falling into place you know, like, Breaking up with the boyfriend and then meeting meeting the psychiatrist and the therapist mm, and then yeah. meeting Linda and Vanessa and then having the strength to look more like explore the horizon, right, you know? Like right. okay, I have because I felt more in touch with myself, like right. Yeah. Like I because I, I, I couldn't I saw me in the mirror, but I I just saw these little, like, I felt so little and so mm. in a really dark phase. And yeah. and finding Meetup helped me a lot as well because mm. now I was hiking, exploring Austin, a lot, oh, like, so and cool. I have, like, um, photo walks and paint and coffee. Oh, I love that. Or, I love that. Uh, Yes, or shamanic journeys. Maddie, too bad you're out of Austin now, girl. Me too, actually. I you just left. I just left. I wish I knew about this earlier. <laughs> I know. We yes, know there's so many like, people in Austin now, and we yeah. both are not there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you need to come back. I mean, I Austin has been uh, a crucial part of my life. Because yeah. people here are so welcoming yeah, and so, so welcoming, open and so nice and so kind. Mm-hmm. And in these groups, I always find these amazing people and so kind. And I'm able to to share my story mm-hmm. once in a while. Like, right. uh, I, I, any group I can find in Meetup, I join. Like, dance, salsa oh, class. Good for you. That's so cool. And it takes Anything. courage to do that, Anything. actually. Good for you, Anna. Like, oh, my like, gosh, that's yeah. hard to push yourself <laughs> out. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, but like I, I was saying, I mean, all these series of events pushed mm-hmm. me a little bit farther and further and further until I was able to 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 tell Dr. Kim, my my psychiatrist, you know what? I think I'm I'm fine now. I wow. feel happy. I was I was humming this song 
while driving and I don't do that anymore or I was oh. smiling I was feeling oh. happy and, and glad and and grateful grateful more, more than anything so yeah it helped so being able to experience all these events yeah have helped me so much so much and uh i if i can give uh, an advice to someone who who's and who's living something similar mm. is to speak up to to, to ask talk for about help. yeah yes to ask for help that's very important because mm-hmm. you don't know what you're gonna who you're gonna meet yeah. mm-hmm. who like what are your new experience or you the next step or the next thing that's coming along you so it's it's it has been very very it has been an incredible incredible journey and yeah. i've learned a lot and not not so much during the treatment because mm-hmm. during the treatment i was more focused on survival right i was like i have to do yeah. this i have one more chemo one more treatment one more mm. appointment one more scan blah, blah 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 and i wasn't able to do anything else mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so when they told me okay you're free you're you can go and live your life i was like oh what am i gonna do now yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah so it was there was when it hit me like oh my god what am i gonna do so now it's I'm in a much better place mm-hmm. and oh, I, I'm, like I said, I'm very thankful with Linda. I'm very thankful with Vanessa and, um, and Linda offered me this job where I, I get to talk with women, especially mm-hmm. women who are, who are in a cancer situation mm-hmm. and they need to talk to someone and, uh, and and I'm very happy to to be able even just to listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it brings me joy just to listen because I know that uh, you don't want to worry your friends or your right. family or anyone. And you, I mean, mm-hmm. you you put your face mask up like, oh no, everything's fine. Yeah, I can do this because you don't want to worry them. Mm-hmm. But you have to to connect, and that's the power of yeah, connection. Yeah, so true. When you can, like yeah. talk or have a support group or anything mm-hmm. and not even just for cancer i mean for depression mm-hmm. for loneliness or whatever you're doing yes, totally yeah so you can help yourself mm-hmm. and find i mean find what you like and i i still do meet up a lot through zoom yeah. um, I love it. and it helps me a lot Help me a lot with because I do meditation, yoga, blah 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 blah, oh, and I mean every anything you. That's amazing. Of. Like and good for you for taking yourself out of like the darkness or dark space or hole or. Yeah, for asking for help. Yeah, that is yeah. really really hard. But you're right. I guess like from what you've all you've said, I always have thought about that. Like once you've take the first step, it all kind of just falls into place after that naturally. Mm-hmm. You just gotta keep going with what's like falling into your path so that's an amazing story that you have that you did that for yourself yes and and now I have a new philosophy Mm. where if I feel scared 
I'll I do it. I mm. push myself like, oh, this is a good feeling. I need to do, do it. it. You know, like oh, I love it. Or or paddleboarding or something really crazy. Yeah. I mean, I I don't the really really crazy stuff but I mean stuff that I know that are good for me yeah. right because that's about it not talking about your intuition and like talking to yourself and know what's better for you and mm -hmm. every time I feel like oh this is too much or yeah. I feel anxious about like I don't want to do this I want, like no you do should it. do it you should yeah. do it you can do it you and and I and I go for it and and that's That's pretty cool. That's something that Very cool. you learn. That I learned. Yeah. And because uh, it has, it has been an amazing, amazing journey. It mm -hmm. since 2019 till now. It, wow. Even though with the pandemic yeah. and all that, right? It's 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 some, even and including that, like meetup has been very helpful now. With the pandemic, then mm -hmm. you can talk you can connect with about, people about different stuff, not just like news or stuff that are going on. Yeah, you know? right. Like, that's the beautiful about meetup is that you get this niche of things like yeah. photograph. So you only talk about photograph or like spiritual things. You mm. you only yes. talk about spiritual mm -hmm. things, and and you find your. I mean, it's a hit and miss sometimes. Right. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. not like you go to this event and you're, it's going to be, oh, it's amazing. Maybe it is, maybe not. But right. if you keep your, yourself going and you're like, okay, I'm not going to, I'm going to be, I'm going to be open. Yeah, if you're open about to it. it. Mm -hmm. you know? And yes, yes. And that has helped me a lot with the anxiety about the, this pandemic, with the mm -hmm. anxiety of like, what if returns? What if cancer comes back? Yeah. What if blah, 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 blah. blah. Or what if it's my last year of life or anything? Mm -hmm. It has helped me like, hey, just breathe. Yeah, <laughs> right. just breathe. Just, like, just breathe and, and, and do one more meetup or do right. or something. Or read more one more book or find another a new hobby. It's okay. It's just... Mm -hmm. And, and that, has, that has helped me a lot. Wow. I love yeah, that. I think that's like, so. Yeah, the power of connection is just yeah. so important. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, it is. The 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 part that yeah that to to be able to to connect and have support mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that you're not alone. That yes, maybe your situation is very uh, it's personal, mm -hmm. but but it's okay it's okay to ask for help and it's okay mm -hmm. to to talk about it and 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 be able to i don't know maybe find friends like i did yeah. with vanessa yeah. and vanessa and all of my meetups or or including with linda that i met linda and she's on she's an amazing person so it's right. absolutely yeah you never know what you can happen if yes. you're just open yeah. open to it yep yeah. That's so true. That's how me and Maddie met too. I guess we were, we were open to it, Maddie. It was... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I I love that. Off. Yeah, you've taught taught us so much today. Fear, going after fear. I like that. Oh. Going after things. I love it too. Yeah. I yeah. I mean, if you think about, it, of course, you have to protect yourself yes. and be careful of your body and everything. 
I'm I'm talking more about things that you know you should do. Yes, you're too afraid to do it. Exactly. Yeah, putting mm -hmm. yourself out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That that that's what I'm talking about. Like, mm -hmm. it's okay, girl. You can <laughs> right. do it. You got this. <laughs> Anali, you've been amazing. Thank you so much. You've, you've taught us so much on various levels, taught us so, so much, much from a yeah, cancer level you. as well as helping people now oh. with cancer. So you've been an amazing guest That's to have. And yeah, thank you. Thank you so and much. And if people, if people are interested in regarding cancer, I know, is it only in Austin? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, but maybe now... Um, virtual Since everything is going on yeah yeah um, yeah so it could be virtual okay um and where is the and the website if people want to like reach out and you know contact you guys it's regarding it's regarding cancer.com okay so it's a website and i perfect. can link it on the chat box and and perfect so you can share it with yes okay amazing <laughs> the world. cool yeah. I'll share it in the episode description. Yes, and if anyone wants to be a volunteer, oh, amazing! Not even in Austin, in in yeah. any part of the world or the mm -hmm. country, whatever you are, it's very important because you don't know what what are you gonna, how you're gonna help a person, a, pe a person. Mm -hmm. You know, like just grab a coffee with that person, just right. talk about random stuff it's you don't know you don't know yeah. how mm -hmm. much how can you change someone in that person yeah because yeah. that we need to talk all of us we need yeah. to yeah. talk and talk and bend and they're like oh my god this is come on yeah this is you know, this was great yeah 100%. Yeah, so if if you want to become a volunteer, you can become a volunteer on regarding cancer, but if you maybe in your community, in your own community, in your own city, you can find this kind of uh, support groups or anyone or cuz um sometimes when when I find out that people are just diagnosed with cancer, mm -hmm. and I just I just tell them like, "Hey, if you want to talk about it or if you have yeah. a family, it's like, "Hey, totally. I'm here." We can go and grab coffee or, I don't know, just go for a hike or anything. Because, yeah, it's 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 important. It's to, so important. It is. Things. Yeah. That's what, helped, really that's what helped me the most, for sure. Just talking to other people that had experienced it. Mm -hmm. So. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so yeah. thank you so much for that information too. I think I yeah, I am interested in that. Like I feel like we get to do that on our podcast, but also it would be nice in our local community to get to do something like that. So mm -hmm. I like thank you yeah. for the encouragement and the reminder actually that we should be doing that because yeah. you know what we've all gone through. <laughs> thank you thank so much. You, thank you, Anna. Keep in touch. Yes, please. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to Cancer Actually Fucking Sucks, the podcast that tells the truth about what people with cancer actually go through. Each week, myself, Paige Gill, and my co-host, Madison Pollock, sit down with fellow cancer survivors to tell our stories. 
Keep up to date with our guests and new episodes on our Facebook and Instagram pages, Cancer Actually Sucks Podcast, and tune in every Monday to hear our stories.